Well, welcome to the Awakening Moments podcast. We are so thrilled to have you join us today. Lori and I are just ready to dive into something really wonderful, Lori. I just feel like starting 2024, there's a fresh word I just sense God feeling for the church, for what he's doing. But I want to specifically talk about a word that we shared yesterday at one of our staff meetings. Which mm. would you be good if I just open yeah, the podcast with that? All yeah, right, let's dive in. Well, it was kind of a, a really neat situation. In the fall, I had someone from our church who really operates in the prophetic. That's stepping out a lot in her gift, and just felt like I really want to pray for you, Rhonda, and just pray a word. And she gave me a word, and it was right on the money. And she gave my husband a word too. Actually, coming to think of it, it was a crazy word, and it's actually all happening now. <gasps> That just hit me right now. The wow. word that she gave him wow. had to do with a hammer, oh, had to do wow. with building, tearing down. Oh, weird. That's so weird. Oh if you know goodness. my journey of the house, that's so strange. Yeah. That's before we even moved that's in. That's so cool. Yeah. I'm going to have to talk to Jay about that yeah. tonight. Okay. Yeah. Pin notes. Sorry, everyone on the podcast. No, I love it. That's so fall. cool. You can see that we don't we're plan our time. talks. We're real time and we're going for it. Anyway, this was like in September, October. Yeah, around September. And so as she was just sharing this word and we met up for coffee following up her time with me, I just really felt it would be really beautiful for her to exercise her gift with our staff, our Orleans staff to come and to pray because often as ministers, we're even in services, but we're ministering. And so to have these pockets to just all be together to wait in the Lord, as shocking as it may be for some of you, we don't have a lot of time. Uh, we are always busy with things and ministering to others and praying is yes, we pray and all that, but not always as a team together. So I just said, this would be beautiful for her to come in, minister to the team, kind of give them prophetic words, leave it all open. And I'm also there so I can kind of help navigate if there's anything I'm sensing that's off or we can kind of maybe pivot together, and minister to the Orleans team. So we set up a date in November and for whatever reason, it didn't work out. Something had come up and we ended up pivoting it to January to just yesterday. And after we planned it, I thought, how neat our first Orleans meeting of 2024, we're actually going to have three hours, almost three hours to just wait on the Lord, share scriptures with one another, minister as a team to one another prophetically, exercise a gift of encouragement and prayer and have her come and just pour into the pastors. So it was really beautiful. She came we had this beautiful time and out of it, a word came that we really sensed for our kids, pastor, Emma, our kids director, and it was for our kids and it was found in Isaiah 54. And I, I just felt like I want to share a little bit about this because we're just watching our kids ministry at Life Center Orleans. Boom. And I mean, it's happening all across Life Center, everywhere it's happening. And I pray in the city too. We love what God's doing across the church. But specifically speaking about the team here, I just really have been sensing like God wants to do something so unique with our kids and our generations in general. But it's found in Isaiah 54, and it talks about the future glory for Jerusalem. But it says in um, verse 2, Enlarge your house, build an addition, spread out your home, and spare no expense, for you will soon be bursting at the seams. Your descendants will occupy other nations and resettle the ruined cities. And I just felt like the word of the Lord would say that these are this is the resettling and the enlarging of our house is not just the numbers we're feeling, that we are feeling we're at capacity, that we can't even take another child. Not We are just bursting. Every room can't even handle. So when you hear a word like that, it would be the first thing would think, okay, we got to have another building. We got to have more portables. How do we build other rooms? Yes, there's the logistical part of that. But I feel like the Lord would say, no, I am enlarging the gifting in this house through the body of Christ, through the generations. That built an addition is 
this is an addition to the body of Christ. We're not waiting for this generation to come on in 10, 15 years from now. God right now is saying, I am actually building an addition with your children and with your youth to be part of the body. And they're activated in their spiritual gifts to prophesy, to pastor, to teach, to lead worship, to be helps, to do all the things that the body is created to be, that we are to now enlarge our house, make room and build an addition, make room for the generations to step into their gifting and to spread out our home and to spare no expense, pour into them, spare no expense, meaning spare no expense of your investment, of your time, of seeing them, calling them out, raising the leadership, spare no expense of time, of investment, and that we're going to see a bursting at the seams because these are the descendants that will occupy nations. And we're seeing a gathering of nations. I feel like it's very prophetic. When I look out, on a Sunday, there are so many nations that are being represented. I love when we have speak in your native tongue and we have all these different languages. And oh Lord, you've been talking about that. You love hearing all the languages. And I do believe that the Lord is saying that, that this is going to be a resettling of ruined cities, that they are part of the healing, part of restoration, part of the activation and part of what God is doing. So enlarge, build an addition, spare no expense, spread out. And we're going to be bursting with gifting, with leaders, with releasing of this generation. But we have to take the ownership part. And I feel like the Lord is giving us an eyes to see that this is what he's doing. That acceleration of growth is just not about the adults growing. There is actually an addition of the body of Christ that is now bursting at the seams. So what do we do? We have to just ju- like dive right in. So I just am getting excited about what God is doing with our generations. Oh, it's so yeah. good. Oh my goodness. That gets me excited too. Yeah. I feel like you're just speaking that, just prophesying that over. And I can just, I have this picture in my mind of like all of these different ages of children and teenagers just like stepping into the gift of God over their life, just stepping into and ministering and, and using the gifts that they have and, mit- and and edifying the body of Christ and upbuilding the body of Christ like in such a beautiful way. And that is an addition. That's an addition to the body of Christ in such a, a beautiful and profound way. It's interesting when you read that scripture though, because, you know, uh, funny enough, funny enough, like I feel like it's got significance on like a couple of different levels. I love that you received that kind of for our generations and just speaking that and prophesying that over our generations. But like even in a physical, natural sense, like I kind of feel like that in my own life personally, like I kind of feel like even in my house with all my kids and all their friends and all their boyfriends and girlfriends, like, and all our stuff. And like, you know, you live in a a place for 15 years. Like, I feel like we're jammed in there. Like there's just no room for anything. I don't have a spare shelf anywhere. I can't put anything any, like, it's just, we're, we're full and bursting at the seams. And like, there would be this temptation as I even hear a word like that to be like, Oh, amen. Yep. I'm going to, I'm going to build an addition. You know, I'm going to get a new house. I'm going to spare no expense, like taking it. But I almost feel like, even as I think about it, then, then let's like fast forward to the church. The church feels like that too, just Mm -hmm. in a natural sense, Mm -hmm. feels like at the church building, there's no spare rooms. There are uh, like every, we don't have storage rooms hardly. Yeah. yeah, We don't have storage, (laughs) every space, every room. The fact that we can actually like make this building look somewhat clean is a miracle because we have no space for anything. I mean, add in that, 
like the city serve and like all the donations from Amazon that we get. Like we have stuff bursting out of stuff mart every possible <laughs> spot Crazy. everywhere like this poor this literal outpouring mm. of and so it, there's this temptation to even hear a word like that because we feel it in the natural so we see it in the physical and in the natural there'd be a temptation to look at a word like that and be like oh that's a word let's receive that let's build let's go build a physical dwelling let's go spare no expense let's add an addition on a physical dwelling but I, and maybe that, maybe there is something, maybe as we pray and as we discern and as we, maybe that is coming, we might need more space just yeah, <laughs> literally, yeah. physically, mm-hmm. naturally. But I just love that. And I believe with all my heart that, that words that come from the Lord like this. And when we read a word like this and sense from God that it's giving vision or it's giving direction, I really do believe that it's first spiritual. It's not first natural. It's first spiritual. There's a spiritual significant to significance to what God wants us to understand. And there's a temptation to want to take it into the natural. There's a temptation to want to go and make something happen in the natural because we can see it and we can touch it. And it's so it's much easier. And it feels like we're taking a plan and running with it. We're, we're making progress where there's movement to it. Enlarge your tents, enlarge your territories. Okay, I'm going to do that. I can physically do that. But when we have to actually sit and wait in the tension of receiving this in a spiritual sense and then trusting the moving of the Holy Spirit and trusting the working out of God and trusting literally the infilling of the Holy Spirit and the work of the Spirit in us, Mm. it's a totally different game. I can't just make that happen. I can't just make kids rise up in the spiritual gifts that they have but i can do what the scriptures tell me to do and then i can trust the work of the spirit in them but i can't make any of this happen i i can't make us burst at the seams i can't make people step into their calling their purpose their spiritual gifts i can't make that happen i have to fully rely on the spirit and there's like a tension Mm -hmm. in that place and a temptation not to just go and run in a natural sense and try to make something happen or try to move something forward, but actually just sit and trust the working of God in the midst of that and recognize, ask him for the eyes to see, how are you doing this in this season in a spiritual sense, right? Mm. And I think that's so cool and so powerful, but also takes a discipline. It takes Mm. a discipline and a little bit of like a holding back to be able to trust And I think that's all the prophetic is always leading us to trust God more. The prophetic is always leading us to put our reliance on God more. It's always drawing us into deeper intimacy, connection with God, relationship with God, trust with God. But this is one of those words too. Like we've talked about so many times that you're like, woo. Oh yeah. (laughs) Like I'm enlarging (laughs) my territory. I'm like, and now we're like, now I think after years (laughs) of like, we're like, oh, oh no. receiving words are like processing what God is doing. We're like, oh, okay. <laughs> what does that I actually mean? Because right now, like we're living in the discomfort yes. of yes. too much. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't say that to despise it. I don't say it because like, I don't want it. I don't say it to like reject it, but we're living in the discomfort of too much. Like yeah. there's just too much everywhere. There's too many people. There's too many, there's too much stuff. There's not enough space. There's not enough people to minister. There's not enough people to serve everybody. Like we're living in this tension of like 
what does that enlargement actually look like? Because yeah. we're on the other side of that. We're like, oh yeah, we're gosh. bursting at the seams we're and we're bursting yeah. and there's tension in that. It's like, yeah. I can't fit yeah. another yeah. body person stuff yeah. thing. I can't like, we're just bursting. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, God, okay. What do you want us to do in this? I love that, Lord. Now, what would you say, like looking at these words? I know, I I think it's so hilarious. Both of us were like, oh boy, (laughs) what does this mean? But if you were to look at the different words of that scripture, where would you say for right now, if you were to think like the contended space, what God is doing, like enlarge your house or there's build an addition, spread. I actually underlined these words, enlarge your house, build an addition, spread out your home, spare no expense what would you say of those words kind of jump out for you and what would it personally mean for you spiritually right now? I think that honestly, like the words that you're emphasizing in there are all the words that are standing out. Wow. Enlarge. Yeah. Spread. What was the second one? The like it's, yeah, I know. Build, topping a build, enlarge, build, enlarge, build, spread. And spare no expense. And spare no expense. Like all in. Like all, all in. Yeah. Like think of that. Yeah. But honestly, like my brain wants to go to the natural right away. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can control it. Because I can plan it. Because I can make something happen. My brain wants to go like, oh my gosh, I think that word's for me. I'm going to buy a new house too. <laughs> Don't, don't do it. I'm going to go buy a new brand new house too. I want um, a bigger house. I feel like where like, the Lord would come to you and say, don't do it. Don't do it. But no, but even like, uh, uh, joking, but even. Me but, too, jokes, Lord. Lord, thank you. <laughs> Whatever you have. But even like, but for the church too, right? Yeah. Like my yeah. brain wants to go to, oh, it's time to buy a new building. It's time to look for land. It's time for, and, and honestly, maybe, maybe that is a part of it. But I, I, I don't think. I don't think that's actually what God wants us to do right now. I really don't. Yeah. I don't think that's what God wants us to do right now. And it right could be now. in the future that and that actually be. shifts and God's like, physically, now, this is time. now the word, but spiritually, it's yeah. starting spiritual. Yeah. 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 Mm. But it pushes us. I do think, I do think I feel that tension place. It pushes us into the tension place to actually be like, okay, God, you have us in this tension you have us in this discomfort you have us in this discomfort of literal no seats like you know Mm. when you go to church and you want a seat beside you want an empty seat beside you yeah because you just want the comfort of like just a little breathability somewhere for your elbow to go like you go to the movies and you have a stranger sitting beside you at the movies it's like oh it's so uncomfortable you don't like it that's we feel that everywhere we feel the discomfort of just that fullness and it's not like it sounds like we're complaining about it like that's a bad thing it's not it's a good thing we're we rejoice in it it's amazing we love it but it comes with challenges Mm -hmm. it does like Mm -hmm. it literally comes with logistic challenges like just this last week there were no parking spots like people circled the lot and circled the lot and then just started illegally parking everywhere and leaving randomly too. and leaving as well and then leaving because yeah. there's nowhere yeah. to park and there was not one seat anywhere and there's not one space in any kids room like this is beautiful this is a dream this is awesome we love it but it comes with tension it comes with challenges it comes with discomfort it comes with all of those things that we have to just like sit in that place. And so I think part of what God's doing in this season is getting us 
comfortable with the uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's getting us to be able to sit in the discomfort and trust him and, 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 and allow that trust to build and allow that reliance to come and seek him for what is that next step light, just the next step. We don't really know where this is going or where Mm. we should go. So it's, it's just, it's a really, really fascinating, fascinating word. And I, I don't know what's on the other side of it exactly. I really don't. I don't feel like God has shown us Mm. why we're here or what's coming on the other side, but the idea of pouring into investing, enlarging the literal bodies of people sparing no expense to pour in and allow capacity to literally enlarge and increase. Like I want that for every person. I want that for every person who's listening to this podcast right now. I want that for every person who's coming to Life Center. I want that for every person that's going to come to Heart Conference. I want that for every person on our staff team that we would literally be a people who God can enlarge in this tension, who God can move out the tempegs and give us more, entrust us with more, that we would be good stewards of what we have, that God can entrust us with more and that we could literally walk out and build his kingdom here on earth. That's what we're called to do. So that's kind of how my brain is, my heart and brain and spirit is processing as I think about all of this. Isn't that so beautiful? Because just to have numbers enlarging, numerically that's not the heart of the kingdom or the gospel it's enlarging as people in god yep. but i love that word like when we were even talking about lord i love that so much all of it i know it's been since yesterday i've been mulling it like just letting the lord kind of speak in it it really spoke to our team like our team kind of rallied around it like as much as for the life kids and for pastor yeah. angela too for the generations the whole team kind of rallied like there's something more to this but I even feel like for the enlarging, like even if we take, if we went systematically, the first word is enlarge your house. Mm. It doesn't start with build an addition. Mm. It's like enlarge your house. And I love that because when you enlarge, like I'm thinking per- spiritually, when God's saying like enlarge, it's actually giving up more, more room for him. He wants to enlarge in my house. Like it's not out here, like me having more, doing more. It's like, God, you reside more like his presence, just a little bit more of his presence enlarges everything. So it's letting saying, God, enlarge your house in me. I'm a temple of the Holy Spirit. I am your house and I rule and reign a lot and I need to get off that throne a lot. But would you enlarge your presence inside of me? Would you be more real. And I think that's where the discomfort's coming. I think in all of our lives, I feel those of you listening, you and I, Laura, in different ways, people we've talked to where things are happening really unexpected or they're just feeling max for whatever it is. Yeah. House bursting at the seams with people, jobs not working out the way they were hoping, yep. a house, whatever it may be, it doesn't matter. Yep. The Lord just saying, would you allow me to go there and die faster so and get off your throne so I can enlarge my presence? So I feel like it's very systematic as you're looking through this word that says with enlarge. It's a really, enlarge. It, and you know what, just as you said that, like, since the new year, I've been just purging my house, just purging, 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 kind of like doing like a spring clean, right? I'm just going through every single closet, every shelf, every, and literally why, why am I purging? I'm purging to make room. Mm, That's so good. So that's so good. Exactly what you're saying is exactly 
why I think there is so much discomfort in the season is because God is calling us. He's drawing us to purge what is no longer needed, what is no longer useful, what is no longer necessary, and what is not of him, what is not meant to be there, to purge, to get rid of, to clean house, to make room Mm. for his presence. Like that's the only way you can enlarge your house. Like enlarge your house. If you look at it's a, it's a fixed structure. I've got this much space. I've got this much square footage. I cannot make any more. So how do I enlarge my house? How do I do it? I have to get rid of some things. That's the only way I can enlarge it. That's the only way I have to get rid of some things. And so it's so interesting because there's obviously like the spiritual and the natural are just tied together. And there, there really just has been this like overwhelming nesting urge to just like clean up, clean house, make room, make room for what? I don't know. I don't even know what I'm making room for. I just feel like I need to make room. I need to go through everything and get rid of everything. And I'm, I'm not as much of a purger. Like I am, I like to be organized and I like to have all my things organized because I might need it one day. I have this like mindset. Jay's much better. Jay literally goes through his closet every single year and gets rid of anything he didn't wear. And then he'll just start over. And if he doesn't have enough, he'll just buy a couple of new, new items that he wants for that season. Like he's very, very systematic and he does not have a lot of stuff. He does not keep a lot of stuff. And I'm, I'm the opposite. So it's, it's not easy. Like I like to do it, but it's not easy. Do you mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I prefer to keep things, but the yeah, what if I may use just, this? Yeah. But you just, because <laughs> it's like, I'm resourceful. So I feel yeah. like it's not, it's not resourceful to just get rid of something you might need one day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that being said, we have probably purged, like, I want to say 20, 25 garbage bags of stuff out of our house. Oh yeah. Like I'm talking like a lot from clothing to just stuff that we don't need to like. And there's a liberation that, that, and, that yep, feels good yep, to make room. Yeah. Like, like a lot mm. over the last month. So it's interesting. That wow. is so interesting. Cause there's a letting go when you enlarge, it's right? True. There's a letting go when you make room. There's a letting go to say, why am I holding on to this? It might've worked in a season, but it doesn't work in the season. And what is that fear? Like, there's a lot of things I think the Lord wants to unpack. So if you're listening today, I know we talked about this whole scripture, but let's start with enlarge. Yeah. Like, what does that look like in your life right now? Physically, perhaps, you know, like you're making room in your house or there's purging and all. But what does that look like spiritually? Like, where is God wanting to have you let go and purge to make room for his presence to enlarge? in that area, the space more in our lives. So I think this is very profound. And I think, and always, God's word is extremely intentional. So the order of this word is not by mistake or random. There is literally a systematic movement to this word. So I think this is beautiful. Today we focused on enlarge. Maybe the next time we could focus on a different word. Like what does this look like? But God is wanting to enlarge his presence. And with that we have to die and we have to let go. And so from it when we do and we make room, there's a liberation that comes from it. And God can do something new. Because if that's filled up with something old, he wants to do something new. We have to let go and let him do something new.
Yes. Oh, that's so, 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 so good. Okay. So just to kind of pivot this conversation, you had a really interesting experience with one another one of our staff members yeah. this week. Why yeah. don't you just share a little bit? Because we're just sort of talking about tension and we're talking about just the discomfort. And I just think it's interesting. And I do think it's kind of connected to this conversation. Yeah, it was really neat because going into the meeting yesterday, we have another staff member here who is very prophetic and we have a wonderful relationship and the staff member came up to me and just said you know Rhonda, i really feel there's like the prophetic in your life needs to be stirred up and you're I, I i feel like i have to challenge you i don't i don't know who's challenging you but i feel like i have to challenge you and i was like okay and they just said i'm going to put some prophetic stress on you and what i want you to do is tomorrow i want you to just come up with a word some for prophetic me. tension tension sorry tension not stress tension i want to put thanks lord i want you to put some prophetic tension on you and what does that mean is I'm going to put you on the spot and tomorrow you're going to give me a word. You're going to come find me and you're going to give me a word. I don't care if it's a picture, a scripture, one word. I'm going to put some prophetic tension on you because you need to grow. You need to start to practice and just throw yourself in. This staff member had no idea we were about to be walking into this time prophetic of ministry. Staff meeting. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to give that word to that staff tomorrow, but I'm literally going to walk into this meeting and just put some prophetic tension. And it happened. The words just started coming. But I think this is kind of where we're also feeling that we have to put some tension on some areas of that God's called us to and some stewarding things or whether it's your gift, put some tension on it, not wait for an ideal moment or wait till it's like, wow, I have a word or wait till I, I have an opportunity that just seems so perfect. We have to start to put some tension on it and actually intentionally put herself into some discomfort and be willing to just be not great at it or give something that's like, this yeah. is all I got. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you put something into it, some tension. So I thought that was yeah. so interesting. Yeah. And that's enlarging. That's part of enlarging. It's like enlarging just doesn't happen. It's like, I'm going to wait for the opportune time. No, I'm going to choose to enlarge. There is some tension that comes with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm going to embrace that. Yeah, when God moves in those spaces, yeah. there's tension. When we have to let go of something, it's not easy. It's hard. Yeah. There's yeah. tension of letting go, knowing we need to let go, yeah. but I don't want to let go. Yeah. But why do I want this so bad? Well, it, there's there's tension to it. So I just thought that was so incredible that he did that right before our meeting, not recognizing that that was happening. But it is really strategic and very profound very to think profound. of tension wow. and what that does what tension does on muscles what tension does in our resiliency what tension does in even our ability to persevere or handle like different stresses that come there is tension that comes that does something in us if we allow the work to do it that strengthens us in a unique way that nothing else does yeah. like tension it does it does do you think that like would you agree that that a lot of people right now, like a lot of us, I don't know if it's like a cultural thing or if it's like just the sense of like, I don't know if it's maybe a sense that I have because I have like younger people in my house or I'm not sure where it comes from, but just this sense that discomfort is equals bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you like, oh, as for a, just sure. a generalization, I know maybe not for everybody, but that like we have this propensity that's like discomfort must mean something is wrong. Mm. something is bad something bad is happening and i think like this is an enemy to this exact encouragement and this word and embracing sort of what's happening in this season like if i believe that the discomfort of the fullness of my house 
is a bad thing, then what it's going to do is it's going to cause me to be discontent. It's going to cause me to want to whatever, make a decision about that. And that may not be the purpose in it at all. And I think that we actually need a little bit of like a change of mindset. Some discomfort is bad for sure. For sure. Some discomfort is bad, but I think a lot of discomfort is actually not bad. Mm. It's actually doing something in us. It's building something in us. It's building character. It's building resiliency. It's helping us to figure out how to overcome something. It's, you know, all of the, that persevering, that developing character, like developing grit, all that space is going to happen in discomfort right? So as soon as we feel stressed, as soon as we feel like we've got too much on our plate, as soon as we feel overwhelmed, as soon as we feel and we feel the discomfort of all of that coming on our shoulders, it's like, I got to get rid of this. This is bad. This is all bad. And then what do we do? We sort of blame all those things. We sort of look to all those things as being the problem. Well, it's this and it's this and, you know, it's my job and it's no, it's because I'm in school and it's, you're putting this pressure on me and like, you know, it's this relationship that I'm in and it's like, it's all of these outside things that are bringing this discomfort in my life. But what if God actually wants to meet you in that discomfort? And what if God is actually doing an enlargement Mm. in that tension and in that discomfort? Like we're going to miss some incredible development. We're going to miss some incredible gifts. We're going to miss some incredible breakthrough. We're going to miss the enlargement, the promise of the enlargement that comes if we reject the discomfort that we're experiencing in certain seasons of our life. So yeah, I just want to bring that that up as a point of tension because I, th- I feel like that's everywhere. Mm. I, I, I do it too. I, I do it too. I don't like discomfort. Like I literally don't like discomfort to the point that if I have a pair of socks on, that just is not exactly <laughs> quite yeah. right. Like it's got like a little nick in it or it's got a little piece of lint on the bottom of my foot or it's that the tension of the sock around my ankle is too tight. I'm taking those socks off immediately. I cannot stand, I cannot stand uncomfortable underwear. I cannot stand <laughs> everything on my physical I, body. I love that. Me has too. to feel oh, comfortable. Our sheets? No, some people. The, the bed sheets. Some people can wear, like my kids can wear uncomfortable underwear and I do not know. I oh. I do not know how they can wear uncomfortable underwear. Like I'm like, I can, I put it on for, for one second. If it feels uncomfortable, they're going in the trash. <laughs> I I cannot, I can't stand it. I mean, so we're talking like, I like to feel yeah. comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> well, we could always also say the amount of blankets in our house, oh, I know. cozy blankets, but it's so true because it's hard. Doesn't mean it's not God. And oftentimes we think like, well, let peace be your empire. Well, peace, what is peace? How I feel? Really? When you think about that, like, how do you feel about that situation? Well, I'm super stressed. Okay, well, you're not meant to feel that way. Is that actually peace is how I feel or is peace a person? And peace is the person. What I choose. And what I choose and where I focus. And yes, there is a feeling of peace. We're not taken away from that. But it's not always, it's not always based on how you feel because oftentimes I'm skewed what I feel is discomfort. And so I want that comfort again. I don't necessarily want peace. I want comfort. So there is a very fine line to be like, I want to be comfortable versus peace. But sometimes God allows the discomfort so you can experience a person of the Prince of Peace in your discomfort. Not so much I want to feel comfortable because the focus is once again, not, yeah, it's just an interesting 
way of maybe looking at our situations or me just taking a step back to think, do I want comfort or am I looking for the Prince of Peace here? Like, what am I looking for? What am I wanting? So I feel like we're having all of these things happen in our lives. I think those of you listening, the same thing is happening. So hopefully today you feel really encouraged to allow some of these tension pieces to enlarge your life. And just because it's uncomfortable or just because it's hard, doesn't mean it's not God. It could be the most divine working is happening right now and we want to miss it, but it's, it's a challenge. Yeah. It's a challenge. Yeah. And I just pray, I pray that as we've had this conversation today, that when you think about the uncomfortable things in your life that are going Mm. on in your life, like may you have a sense of vision in it. Mm. May you have just today, I just, just speak that over your situation. Like may there be a sense of divine vision for the discomfort that you're facing right now, that God could be at work right in the midst of your story, right in that discomfort, actually enlarging, stretching the tension of stretching your character, your gifts, what he wants to do in your life, how he wants to use you, his presence, enlarging the space so that his presence can fill in a deeper way. And may it just give you a little bit of hope as you sit in that discomfort, Mm. hope to sit in it, hope to know that you're not alone, hope to know that his presence is there and hope to know that there's purpose in it. You're not Mm. just in discomfort for no reason. You're not just in discomfort because you're bad or you've done something wrong or that you need to get it off as quickly as possible, but you're in this discomfort and God wants to kind of come into that space and fill it in a beautiful and a profound and a powerful way for your good and for his glory. So Rhonda, would you just pray for us as mm-hmm. we close today? Just pray some of these words into us as you've just spoken this word and we'll just, re- we just receive it. We just receive it today. So Father, we thank you that nothing is wasted on you, that you are a God that redeems all things, but you bring us through every season. So right now in this season, as you are enlarging our house, God, as you are building additions inside of us, spreading out our homes and you're, you are sparing no expense. You are fully vested in what you want to do in and through our lives. So we open our hearts to say, come God. God, do a fresh new thing. Come and rule and reign. We want to enlarge you to enlarge your presence. So we want to make room. So whatever that looks like, how you are purging, refining, causing us to let go, trusting you that in the discomfort, in places that don't feel a lot of ease, that you are doing a divine work, that you are with us, you are for us, and you're in us. And so God, right now, we want to be available. So as hard as it is for us to see sometimes what you're doing, and oftentimes there's mysteries and you hold it back a little bit, God, we trust you, the person that you are, the character that you bring into every situation. And so right now, have your way, enlarge your presence inside of us. And so we want to spare no expense saying that we're all in. We want to be all in for your work. And we do this so imperfectly. And we just go back and forth in our own lives. But right now we want to say, Father, we freshly surrender. Have your way. We enlarge, we want you to enlarge your presence. We want to let go and we want you to do something new, something fresh, because you are a God that's doing something new. So thank you, God, for what you're doing in this season. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 